These are the Keishi Tapes. You Man and Favaz explore the backstories and interviews heard on Keishi, the longest-running rock station in the country. Hey, everybody. It's uh, show 16, podcast number 16 called The Casey Tapes. I'm John Eulett. You can follow me on Twitter at STLUman, and my partner is... Favaz, Casey Guy. Hi, you, man. Hi, hi. Coming off the heels of the Ozzy Osbourne Yeah, podcast. we had a lot of downloads for that one. Yeah. That was a funny one. That was fun it's, to it's, do. It's difficult to follow that one up. It is. Because he be. was so damn funny. Yeah. And I can tell you this one is not as funny. <laughs> right now, yeah. it's Joe Perry of Aerosmith. Yeah. He's a pretty serious guy, generally, isn't he? I mean, I, I, things I've ever remembered uh, uh, you know, him doing never seemed uh, very exciting. Yeah, he is pretty serious. And this is on the phone. I've had him in person, though. Um, the last time Aerosmith, I guess, was in town, he came in the studio, and man, that was such a big deal. I mean, everybody wanted to meet him, get a picture with him. Sure. It was like 2009. But this interview uh, that we're going to do is t- from 2003, and it's when uh, I believe they were on tour with Kiss. Do you remember that out at the uh, out at the amphitheater when Aerosmith and Kiss kind of toured, yes. yeah. toured together? Yeah, I went to that show. Crazy. Yeah, I, think I, I was there. That show, yeah. So uh, you know they're 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 two bands that that know each other very well, go way back. And Joe called in, and um, you know, I've, like I said, I've interviewed him like three times, four times maybe. Uh, but this one uh, that we're going to do today is from two thousand and three. Two ninety five Real Rock Radio. That's Jane's Diction. Their latest called "Just Because." It's Favaz, and we got him on the phone. As Steven Tyler likes to say, Joe F and Perry. Joe Perry. Good afternoon, man. How you doing? Doing fine. Uh, I was just telling the listeners that you called right when I started playing Xanadu from Rush, and it was a 10-minute song, and I yep. didn't want to make you wait. So anyway, Joe Perry and, of course, the guys with uh, Kiss and Saliva in town this Sunday for the Casey birthday party. It's the 36th anniversary of Casey, and uh, this is a big one. And, of course, this tour has been rolling on. Joe, has this uh, thing been going okay? Is it everything that you thought it would be or surprises or anything along the way? Um, actually, it's, it's we had high hopes for it, and it's – Definitely lived up to that. We thought it was going to be a really good show, and um, people would would really have a good time, and that's exactly what's happening. You know? This is Joe Perry before he was passing out on stage and things like that. Way before. Yeah. Way before. And oh, really? I don't know why I brought that up. I just <laughs> being a jerk. And uh, Stephen Tyler uh, always says Joe fucking Perry. Yeah. That, that's how he entered. So <laughs> and, uh, everything seems to have been going on on time, and and. Uh, you know, it's just been a great show. You know, it's uh, it's uh, it's fun touring with the guys from Kiss. You know, we've known them for a long time and since the beginning, and it's uh, it's great. Now, because you've known each other so long, are there egos involved here at all? Has, has there been any like you know little bitty run-ins, big run-ins, or whatever as far as time goes? Or well, everybody has such a huge ego. We're all equal. So <laughs> fine. I see. Of course, Aerosmith uh, is headlining. There's got to be huge egos there. I'm sorry. I, he can say what, I mean, he was joking there. But between those two bands, yeah. you know, I'm sure they get along. But at the same time, giant ass egos. Yeah. What would he and Gene Simmons be talking about when they're sitting around? Just, I mean, they're... Business, how much money they have. Yeah, I mean, what uh, else would they talk you know, about other than money? Yeah. You know? you know, back in the day, it was different. And, and Joe would probably try to change the subject matter, but Gene would keep taking it back to, is Gene Simmons a kiss? I want to talk about money. Let's talk about kiss urinal cakes. 
<laughs> every night. Well, Joe, I was, I was thinking today, you get you guys together. It's just mind blowing that both of you will be uh, on stage and stuff like that. Is there any other band that you can think of that Aerosmith could do this with to have the same kind of punch? I mean, I'm not talking about the Rolling Stones. I'm talking maybe, you know, maybe another American band or something like that. Is there anybody else that could compare to an Aerosmith Kiss thing? With well, you? I don't know. It's tough to say because uh, you know we've we've brought out. You know, we've we've gone out with with a bunch of other bands, but uh, I don't know if anybody can uh, you know has has the kind of draw that Kiss does. You know what I mean? It's like I don't look at it like we're headlining. I mean, we're not. I mean, it's a co-headline bill. We just happen to be going on second. Um, I never thought that should have been a co-headlining thing. Never. No, Aerosmith. It's Aerosmith all the way. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what's funny is both bands in 2019 are touring. Kiss will be here in September, and you know Aerosmith is supposed to to be going out this year. Yeah. We haven't heard anything yet, but they've got a few dates booked here and there. But they're supposed to be, you know, going out on a on American tour. And it kind of speaks to what you were talking about earlier about egos. I mean, Aerosmith obviously uh, didn't let their egos get in the way of that. No, he just said that they go on second every night. Yeah. <laughs> so that well, means we're the headliners. Oh, wait, wait. He said every yeah. night? Yeah. He said every night. Oh. If you want to back it up a little bit, but it, I'm oh, pretty sure said, that. No, I believe what you yeah, said. Oh, I think okay. he said every night. Oh, okay. They go on second. But just the fact that they were co-headlining. Is a big deal. I mean, yeah. I, I remember being really excited about it. Although every time I see Kiss, and we talked about this when we did the Gene Simmons podcast, after 20 minutes, I'm done. Yeah. I really am. Right, right. You know, Aerosmith's a different story. Well, you know, how many of you those know, Kiss songs, you know, they're three-minute songs for the most part. Yeah. You know, uh, they can do 10 songs in 30 minutes. You know, most of the catalog is done. Or Right, but Paul Stanley says the same thing every time oh, he comes to town. Yes, yeah. He's always got to talk about the kite fly. And, you know, we were here in 1974. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just, it's, it's, well, it's they're, just they're, old, man. Their stage presentation is very uh, stilted, the kisses, uh, yeah. when they're talking. He'll do you it know. again this year, I guarantee you. Yeah, it, it's just, he's not uh, necessarily, uh, I, I don't know, it just seems too show busy or something yes. when, when Paul's talking. You know? Yeah. But uh, Stephen Tyler's a whole different thing. No. Stephen Tyler can communicate with the audience. He's he's really good. Um. <clears throat> uh, and uh, it's a tough act to follow, you know? Sure. But uh, I don't know. You, there aren't that many American bands out there that would, uh, um, that would be, that can, you know, do what we're doing. Um, I mean, I, we've always, you know, loved the idea of going out with ACDC, but they always seem to be on another schedule. You know, it's a tough line. And they're not American. <laughs> but that would be a great show, <laughs> no, though, would wouldn't be. it? Woo. Absolutely. Woo. So they've always wanted to do it with ACDC, just wow. haven't been able to ever do it. That yeah. would be. Yeah. Up, uh, these kind of tours, you know. Um, but I think uh, if you ask me who, who would, would we like to tour with, ACDC would definitely be at the top of the list. <laughs> wow, that would be incredible. Uh, I think a lot of bands would say that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, even without Brian Johnson, even yeah. if it's Axel, they still probably mm-hmm. want to do it. Even you know yeah, today, that ACDC show was spectacular at the Enterprise Center yes. last time they were here. Mm-hmm. That was and that was one. Of, I've seen him there before. That was yeah. one of the last shows with Brian yeah. Johnson. Yeah, we were lucky. It. We're very we were lucky, lucky to yeah. see that. Yeah. yeah, we're talking to Joe Perry. Has this thing logistically, Joe, been working out as far as the production goes? Because I can just imagine the production guys working, and uh, I, I'm fully aware of all the equipment and how many trucks and stuff like that. That's been going smooth too. Yeah, well, that took a long time to, to sort out. You know, I mean, the, the actual uh, 
uh, the planning of this was has been, you know, it was in the works a good, you know, three four months before, you know, before the first show, and um, and and then there were, there it was a while to get everything running smooth. I mean, the, you know, loading in, loading out, and all that. You know, it was really a. a uh, and how much of that did you do, Joe? <laughs> Can you imagine that though? <laughs> yeah, he did. He shows up, pl- plugs in, and plays. But but between the, you know, especially Kiss's production. You know, you've got Kiss and Aerosmith, and you know people don't really think about behind the scenes, the production, and yeah. and the in the stagehands and the road crew and everything they got. That must have been a nightmare. Oh, well, yeah. he said it was in the beginning. Yeah. You know, but. can you see uh, Gene uh, and and Paul in the gigantic heeled shoes, uh, hauling equipment in and out of the place? <laughs> in the old days, they did. <laughs> yeah, in the old days, they probably took the shoes Not off anymore. Yeah, uh, a chess game. You know, trying to figure it out to get. Yeah, everything running smoothly, you know, but uh, that's like it's technical, and you know, you, it's, a, it's the thing they solve. You know, it's uh, it was, that was probably the hardest part of getting this thing together. I mean, the, the, as far as like the bands and the egos and all that, we've been in this business too long to to let that stuff get in the way. True, uh, Aerosmith uh, was Kiss and Saliva once again. Gates open at five thirty on Sunday at the UMB Bank Pavilion with Saliva going on seven ish, something like that. Kiss in the middle, and then Aerosmith at the end. Now Aerosmith will have their new record out of the first of the year. Joe, we're well aware. It's called Honkin' on Bobo. To me, that title sounds like a Steven Tyler penned thing. I hated that title. Uh, I don't really care about the title. I just I don't even remember the album. I don't even remember no, what's on it. No title was just dumb honking on bobo is it true or did you come up with that no that's that's just an old uh an old expression from uh an old music expression from some- music uh, i always remember being sexual i th- i thought it was yeah. you know honk on bobo yeah come on we're back in the yeah 30s you know um i mistook it for something else then well you know i think it's like the uh <laughs> it's like a uh a rorschach test you know what i mean it's yeah. kind of uh Interesting to see how people interpret it, you know. So, so tell us about the new record. We know it's blues based and all that stuff. Or, and I know you're like in the mixing process of, with uh, Jack Douglas and all that. But uh, how's it going? What's it going to sound like? And Jack Douglas produced what all their albums, the old or, school stuff. Yeah, many of them. Sweet, the, the, you know, Toys in the Attic and, and, yeah. and all that. Yeah, that's what yeah. they why they went with him. Yeah, you know. Well, it's going really well. You know, we we really didn't want to go out there and and make a blues record in the sense of. Well, here we are crusading the blues. You know what I mean? It's certainly a. Uh, there are some songs that sound traditional, you know, and that what people think of as traditional blues. And then there are other, probably the majority of the songs sound. It sounds more like an Aerosmith rock record. Cool. So I think that's the the part that 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 kept us excited going through it. I mean, there are a lot of people that that do uh, blues, so called. You know, that that are uh, kind of more traditionalists, you know, and we just didn't want to do that kind of a record, you know. We wanted to make it uh, something that would be uh, contemporary and, and uh, you know, in, in some some ways, you know, kind of back to the basics, but also kind of uh, very modern-sounding. You know, Carl Smith. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he's as boring as the record was right now. Yeah. I don't know. Does anybody want to, you know, Aerosmith to go in that direction? Does anybody care about Aerosmith going in that direction? What's the the, the track listing on the on honking on Bobo? Oh. I mean. I, yeah, I don't remember. I, it, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, do, do this brings up a whole question. Do we really care if classic artists 
come out with new music. Yeah. Is it, it could it be good? You know, are they right? They're not going to be writing about the same things. Yeah. Even in 2004 for 2003, I mean, uh, that's when this interview took place. Even in 2003, by that time, um, yeah, just not that interested in anything new from these from these classic rock artists anymore. And that's not showing disrespect for the artists. We just love what they've what they've already given here, here, us, and there's no more room for anything else, really, because their right. catalog is so deep. You don't you need to play. Go, nobody no, wants to hear anything new. Absolutely not. You, they can do forty songs I, from their old catalog, and I'd be fine. You did it. It's fantastic, and that's that's a three hour show. You know, yes. you, you don't have to do anymore. I'm, I'm looking at the 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 the, the, the songs on that. Uh, the, the one that I guess that we played was "Baby, Please Don't Go." Um, Barely remember that. But, that's a, you know, that's Road Runner, How many shame, times shame, has that shame, song shame. been remade, Baby, Please Don't right. Go? Uh, you Gotta Move, The Grind, I'm Ready, Temperature. I mean, I, I you know, I'm assuming these, I don't know. Yeah. Just, who yeah. cares about that record? Yeah, and I know all artists you know, like to go back to their roots a lot of times and, and do those things, and it's self-gratifying for them. But for us, the public... Uh, who, who have to buy the material. I mean, yeah. the results are there. Look at, uh, right. you know, blues albums done by any rock artist, really. Even Eric Clapton himself. I mean, and there's a guy who was, you know, if anybody could pull off the blues, it's Eric Clapton. Yeah, right, And exactly. I don't think those were really big sellers for him either. No. Want to hear Sweet Emotion? Want to hear Walk This Way? Yeah. Dream On. Yeah, it's like, it. it's like going to the art museum to see a famous artist do his stuff and, and, uh, they didn't put the the, the, the good the stuff really good out. Stuff yeah, out. Just, yeah. Just, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. Good analogy, John. Thanks. Wow. I've never been to the art wow. museum in my life. <laughs> so it's kind of a an amalgam of all those things. Uh, you have a release month yet for this? We know it's after the first of the year. Do you have any well, idea yet? It's probably going to be, uh, realistically, it's going to be March, but we'd like to have at least a single out, um, you know, in, in uh January. January, yeah. And, of course, uh, we just heard also that the Aerosmith Kiss Tour is going to go indoors, so this thing is going to go out for a while. Yeah. Um, Joe, it, It's always dangerous to have Kiss perform outdoors because if it rains, the makeup runs. Right. Well, but, yeah. It, but they, they play. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Never mind. Wonder how the, I wonder how the humidity, <laughs> the heat and the humidity handles the makeup with the sweating on the face. And I bet everything. you they've got that, that makeup that, that doesn't run. That doesn't run? Yeah. Oh, the good stuff. The really good stuff. <laughs> is there course. something that Aerosmith hasn't done yet that you, like, in the back of your mind, a certain place you want to play or just do something? God, you guys have done everything. You've accomplished everything that I, I'm sure that you would want to accomplish. But what's what's left for you guys to do besides put out records and tour? Um, well, I'm not sure. I mean, there seems to be uh, new things coming along all the time. Uh, um you know, there there are different opportunities to play in different places. Some of them I haven't thought of yet, and uh, uh, that's that's what I think keeps it interesting. I mean, if you had told me a year before we did the Super Bowl that we were going to be there doing that, mm, right. I wouldn't have thought it was going to happen. But it's one of those things that that uh, took shape and turned out to be a great gig. So there are a lot of things like that 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 uh, I can't imagine right now that um, if we stick around, we'll end up doing so. What else has transpired since then that you can think of that was big for Aerosmith? Other than the Super Bowl, yeah. what he was just talking about? Yeah. I mean, they've been on hiatus more than they've actually been out touring, haven't they? Uh, uh, yeah, pretty much. They're they're one of those men. They're like Ozzy. 
that when they go out on tour, they've they've always got some cancellations. Yeah. Some some postponements, right? Uh, and you know, that would probably be worse now that Joe has had his whatever he's right. dealing with. We don't but, know how serious. But it it's is. always Steven Tyler. Usually it's his voice. But yeah. then the last time he got, remember he he fell and got hurt, yeah, or whatever. I mean, there's just always something. I mean, those are they're old dudes, man. Yeah. Remember, the, remember the time Joe pushed him off the stage? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Was he just dancing? Was he just doing his little jig? And he just stepped off the stage was, and it fell. Was, it wasn't clear. I, I don't clear. think he pushed him. I don't think he pushed him. Because they were feuding at that time. They were, but I don't think that he pushed him. Hmm. That, look at you trying to, trying to stir up shit. You know, shit doesn't stink. That's stir- part of what keeps it exciting. Wait, 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 hold on. Oh, shit don't stink till you stir it up, John. <laughs> <laughs> and even if the animal uh, eats grass and uh, weeds, it still won't stink. <laughs> I've tried that. I okay. really don't know what we're going to do next and, you know, what opportunities are going to are going to happen now. We've been talking to people about going to China and, and those kind of things, and it's uh, China, you know, uh, yeah, a lot and a lot of. I don't get that. That's that's a that's a um, Boston thing. Yeah, that accent. Yeah, and even New it's York. A, I, I like that accent. Where they but, throw but R's in words. R's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. China. Sure do. Uh, this is, I'm trying to think of another example. Um, I hear it all. I hear them all the time. Do it. The socks, red well, socks. That's a whole yeah, thing. that's something. What ways we're not really sure what we're going to do. And what a luxury that is, though. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Uh, we're talking to Joe Perry of Aerosmith, and I know you got to go here in a second, Joe, but how, how's the uh, barbecue sauce business? Um, it's going <laughs> good. It's, uh, Tell us about it. It's uh, been a lot of fun, you know. It gives us something to talk about in interviews, and, uh, <laughs> you know, and then I find out the names of the good local barbecue places. and uh, Barbecue. So I've done my job, you know. And, and what's it called? It's called uh, Rock Your World. Rock Your World. Rock your Joe world. Perry Barbecue. So, so is, I've never seen any around here. Have you? Uh, I, I don't recall. There's so many of them out there now. Yeah. Anymore. I mean, yeah, it's just uh, when it, when it first started, it was a big deal when these artists right. were doing that kind of stuff. But now, my, I goodness. just I just get the local stuff. I get Sugar Fire, Pappies, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I do. St- I still mm-hmm. get the Super Smokers myself. Yeah, Super I, Smokers, the, the great stuff. stuff. Yes, great stuff. Yeah. All of it. Is it uh, is it hot? Is it spicy? Are there different flavors? It's kind of a little. It's not too hot. It's medium. Yeah, I guess by most most people's standards, you know, after it's been out, we've had it out now almost almost a year, and uh, the feedback has been that it's that it that it's not as hot as people expect, but it is. It's definitely spicy. Do you do, do you uh, do a lot of cooking? Um, not that much. Yeah. Uh, now and then, you know, uh, I'm not home enough to really get into that. But uh, right, uh, there's a few things I like to make myself and, uh, when I get a chance. All right, so people be looking for the Joe Perry barbecue sauce. Joe, can't wait to see you Sunday. Aerosmith Kiss and Saliva truly will be a historic night. It's almost sold out, and it will be by that time. And uh, thanks for letting us tag along and make it the uh, Casey birthday party. And yeah, uh, that's great. Congratulations on that. Thank you, and uh, certainly uh, you and your band have been a huge, huge part of it, brother, and uh, we continue uh, to the relationship uh, forever and ever. So. Great. All right, man, we'll see you Sunday. Let's give some tickets away right now. Call her. Okay. Well, let it yeah, go. Yeah, because, well, it'll it'll probably go. We can't play music. 11 1111 you'll go Sunday. And, Joe, uh, I think we'll go out on Mama Kin. Is that all right with you That's right great. now? That's great. All right. Here. Yeah, there we go. You know, Joe Perry, so the time that I did have him in the studio, uh, he he saw Sweet Meat, mm-hmm. which, of course, is the Casey mascot with the, with the doobie hanging out of his mouth and the, and the headphones. He knew, but before I said anything, that that was the Bloodwin pig. Oh, did he? Really? Yes, he did. Oh, well, yes. Yeah, that's, that's he was familiar with the band. He was yeah. like, that's the Bloodwin pig right there. I was like, wow, yeah, it is.
Well, I got a uh, Stephen Tyler story to, to tell. It it happened on the field at Bush Stadium. Um, yeah. Now, now Stephen was aware of Casey too for for sure. Many absolutely years. is. He, he knows about the radio station and its its uh, influence for many years in the city and how instrumental Casey was to helping build Aerosmith's career in the Midwest here. And uh, they had the single out there uh, that was. Um, Oh, it was that single from the movie soundtrack. Uh, they, it's I don't want to miss a thing. Yes, I don't mm-hmm. want to miss a thing. And we weren't playing it right. here at the radio station because right. it was too mellow. Too poppy, too, too mellow. Too poppy, yes. Mm-hmm. So we, we never touched it. And so I don't know that he got word that we weren't playing it or whatever. But anyway, he's down on the field and he's with another radio station that's playing the song here uh, in St. Louis. Okay. Who was it? What station? It was. Do you remember? Could have been The Arch. Really? Who are what, part- what was before the arch? No, what, no, it was 1077. Oh, it yeah, was. Yeah, that's who it was. Uh, okay, so. Yeah. Well, now that's Z1077. I, yes. I, I, I don't know. But, yes. Okay. They were, he was down there with them. Okay. And I wasn't trying to call him out or anything whatsoever. I just, I was going to just introduce myself to Steven Tyler, say hello. And, right. And I, I said, hi, Steven. I'm uh, John Hewlett. I work at Casey Radio. And I just want to say hello. And as soon as I said that, he kind of knew that he was with the other guys here. Really? And he was like, um, yeah, Casey, yeah. And then I could sense the awkwardness. Like he didn't know what to say. Hmm. And I said, uh, yeah, I've been with the station a long time ago. I just want to say hello. And, uh, you know, that was it. I guess he was just playing the, the, the card that was dealt to him. Yeah. Who cares? No, no, I know. No, but it was but just I mean, awkward. You, you didn't care. No, I didn't care. He, that's what I mean. It's yeah. just like. But the fact that he man. did care, though, was also interesting. Right. That he even, Yeah, that he, rem- that that he, he actually up. remembered. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Joe Perry remembers a lot. I mean, even the, the last interview I have with him was uh, probably just a couple of years ago. And it was for the Hollywood Vampires, that band that he has right now with Alice Cooper and yeah. Johnny Depp. And at the time, Steven Tyler was putting out a country record. Do you remember that? Do you no. remember that? Steven Tyler. Oh, yeah, they had a country record. Yeah. Yes, so, yes, yes. So I asked him, and we'll have to play that interview sometime, but I asked him, I was like, uh, is it true, Joe, that uh, those who can, can, and those who can't do country? <laughs> and he laughed really hard. He's like, hold on, let me put my wife on the phone. I want you to say that to her. So he puts Billy on the phone, and, I, and she's like, hi. And I'm like, hi. I was like, oh, I just said to Joe, you know, that thing. And she go, and she laughed, and then she was politically correct as she could be, saying, we wish Stephen the best, you know. And <laughs> yeah. They hated it. <laughs> oh, I hated it. I thought it was the dumbest thing he could have done. What? I used to make fun of him on the air all the time about it. Yeah. Not that he cared or anybody, but, you know, it was just so out of the box and it was so, uh, it just seemed to uh, play up to his American Idol type uh, right. run that he was trying to, you know, right. make it uh, make it in another genre of genre. music somehow at age 70. It's like, come on, dude, you ain't fooling anybody. We know what you're doing. Right. It's a political, it's right. a, it's not a political, but it's a, a, a money grab. Yes, exactly. All right. Uh, I don't know what else to say. I think we're done. I think we've beaten this one to death. Isn't that a, uh, that's a, a close for somebody? That's a Corcoran thing, yes. <laughs> Hi, JC. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's wrap it up here. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, this is show 16 again of the Casey Tapes podcast. We'll be back next week with somebody else. Until then, I'm John Hewlett. You can follow me on Twitter at STLUman. Favaz, Casey Guy. Ready? One, two, three. Adios, Adios my motherfucker. Friend. You bad. Yep. 
The KC Tapes with you, man, and Favaz. For more on the history of KC, go to KC95.com or the KC mobile app. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.